episode number 89. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Stuck Method, Shira Taylor-Gura. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you for joining me today. So on last week's episode, I shared with you a story of the profound effects a simple three-day retreat had on me, and I promised on this week's podcast I would share a bit more details about it and the many ways I had to get unstuck while I was on vacation. But before I do, I just want to remind you that I am offering a monthly giveaway for my consideration cards. I will send one deck of these cards to a listener who leaves a review for this podcast on iTunes. A few days ago, someone left a comment on the website and asked me if that would suffice to enter into the giveaway. And I responded to her that it wouldn't. There is a reason I am asking specifically for iTunes reviews. And I'll explain to you here what that is all about. So basically, many people listen to podcasts via iTunes. And sometimes people shop around to find new podcasts that they want to listen to, even though, of course, podcasts are free. So they'll go into iTunes and they'll put in keywords in the search box and see what pops up. Now, I don't know about you, but when I'm searching to buy something online, such as on Amazon, I check out the ratings and reviews of that product. I always do. I love to hear what people have to say. It really influences me whether or not I will decide in the end to also purchase that product or not or look for something else. So that's why these reviews and ratings that I am requesting are so, so important. If someone finds this podcast, they may read the reviews and the ratings and decide to subscribe to the podcast or not based on what they read. Also, when iTunes offers that list of podcasts based on the keywords, the more ratings and reviews a podcast has, the higher up on the list the podcast will be shown. And therefore, the podcast will be that much more visible to the person who is searching. So I hope that makes sense why I'm asking specifically for iTunes reviews. For whatever reason, Even if you don't want a free deck of consideration cards, though honestly, I can't imagine why you wouldn't, but let's say that's the case, it would mean a lot to me if you could take five minutes to leave me a review. It would simply be a way for you to show gratitude to me and for this podcast that you tune into week after week. And it really doesn't take that much time to do. I would really appreciate it. I will leave the directions on how to leave an iTunes review in the show notes below. For those of you who have already left an iTunes review for me in the past, I will include you in the drawing for the first month or two. I am doing that because from what I understand, you can't leave a second review on any one podcast. 
so I certainly don't want to disqualify you if you already took the time to send in a review for me. Okay, so here we go for this week's episode. It's going to be a little different from the regular episodes in that I don't have one story to share with you, but I have more like 15. (laughs) And in order to keep this episode the same length as the others, more or less, I'm not going to go so deep into each story, but rather list for you what I was stuck on in no particular order, and then list you the considerations I came up with that helped me get unstuck while I was on this retreat slash vacation. The title for this episode is Consider You Can Do It, because basically I felt bombarded by challenges and obstacles in a very short amount of time. You know, this retreat was only just a few days. And each time I got hit, you know, by a stuck moment, I reminded myself that getting unstuck is possible. And that I could do it if I kept applying the stuck method to every situation that arose. Okay, you ready? I'm just going to read you the list of a number of things that I got stuck on while I was on this retreat. Number one, I got stuck when I asked the teacher his opinion about what to do with thoughts during meditation. And his response to me was not to worry about them. I got stuck because in every class that I've taken on meditation and with the work I do with getting unstuck, for me, my understanding is that it's all about the thoughts and it's all about what you do with your thoughts. And here he was telling me not to do anything with them. And that really annoyed me and it made me wonder about the credibility of this teacher. Two, I got stuck on fear of being hungry. (laughs) If you recall from last week's episode, the focus of this retreat was to learn about breatharians, which I didn't really know enough about ahead of time. And the group that I was a part of decided we would do a full fast for one day together as a group. And since I'm really not a good faster, I was really stuck on fear that I wasn't going to feel good or that I was going to faint or like something terrible was going to happen to me. Three, I got stuck many, many times on a particular couple, okay, that came together on this retreat. Most people that came actually came as individuals, but there were two people that came as a couple. They happened to have been quite young and apparently they just met recently on another retreat. And I got stuck on them being like way too physical during the retreat activities. I felt it just wasn't appropriate. It was like way too much public show of attention. And I was stuck because they obviously had no idea what love really is. Number four, related to that one, I got stuck on rage when at night where we were all sleeping on mattresses in this open communal space. I had to listen to them doing whatever they were doing together at night while I was trying to go to sleep. And boy, was I stuck on that. Five, I got stuck on fear of waking up at 4.30 in the morning. And I was afraid, what would I do with myself at 4.30 in the morning? Because we weren't eating as much as I tend to eat 
I my body shifts and I tend to sleep less and I tend to wake up earlier. Anyway, I was stuck that I would need to be twiddling my thumbs for like two hours. Number six, I got stuck on pissed off when I went to the kitchen on the first night to make a salad for me and one other woman who was helping me make it because, by the way, we had to make our own food. Yes, I'll comment on that in a second. And anyway, here I am in the kitchen, and then I got stuck when I put the food on the table for the two of us, and another retreat participant comes in and starts eating the salad without even asking if she could. Number seven, I got stuck that I had to make my own meals, (laughs) even though I was apparently paying for two meals a day. What the heck was that about? What kind of retreat do you pay for two meals and you have to make your own meals? (laughs) I was so stuck on that. (laughs) Number eight, I got stuck on that teacher who I felt wasn't really answering participants' questions, even though the participants were really looking for solid answers, especially one participant who was asking about addictions I just felt the teacher just, he just wasn't responding well. And that really bothered me. Number nine, I got stuck on uncertainty, believing this teacher was a complete clown, especially because his grammar and his speaking wasn't so understandable or wasn't like at such a high level. Number 10, I got stuck on thinking about what I paid for this retreat and what I was really getting out of it. Number 11, I got stuck on whether or not I made the right decision to even come on this retreat in the first place. Number 12, I got stuck on this one participant who at 5 a.m. while I was doing my morning yoga, he came right up beside me and started doing these like army exercises that were really annoying and really bothering me and really inappropriate when someone next to you is doing yoga. (laughs) Number 13, I got stuck on that it was really cold and it was really hard for me to get out of bed in the morning. And last but not least, I got stuck on, I was doing meditation all wrong for all these years. And that all this time I was pushing myself to do something that I was actually really averse to. So You can see my mind was a little bit preoccupied during this retreat. That may have happened because I came into this retreat skeptical, maybe, or maybe because I was in a bad mood, but I wasn't. I was actually in a really good, open, ready-to-go-on retreat kind of mood, so I'm not sure what happened. All I know is that after the first few stuck spots, I started just journaling them in my journal that I brought with me because I was surprised how hard and how fast I felt like I kept getting hit. And I wanted to share this experience with you, my dear listeners. So as you know, I pretty much can get myself unstuck quickly and efficiently at this point because of the years and years of practice that I have under my belt. And so within nanoseconds, here are some of the considerations I came up with and ended up choosing to take on in order to get me unstuck and help me get back into the moments of this retreat without missing a beat. 
Number one, I considered the teacher was wise and that I should listen up. Number two, I considered fasting is a mind thing and that I won't be hungry. Number three, I considered I want that love in my life. I want that fun love, that infatuation, that ability to express love endlessly and with complete joy to my husband. Number four, I considered allowing them to love each other. And I considered the privilege it was to be in the presence of such love. Number five, I considered if I get tired during the day because I woke up early, I can always take a nap in the middle of the day. Number six, I considered I can be generous with my food. I considered that I enjoy making food for others. And I considered this woman didn't realize the salad wasn't made for everyone. Number seven, I considered the focus of this retreat is not about the food. Number eight, I considered he is answering my questions. And if he isn't answering others' questions to their satisfaction, it's really none of my business. I also considered that they will learn what they need to learn when it's the right time. Number nine, I considered you don't need a college degree to become an important thought leader. I considered life can be one of the best educations you can get. Number 10, I considered this retreat is incredibly valuable and that I learned enough material for me to work on myself for an entire year. And I considered it was priced just right. Number 11, I considered I made the right decision because I was there. Number 12, I considered that guy had every right to do his army exercises in the early morning, just like I had every right to do my yoga. And I considered enjoying his presence. Number 13, I considered I could stay in bed since I was cold and try out the new breathing exercises I learned. I considered starting out my day in bed doing these breathing meditations may be a beautiful way to slowly wake myself up and even heat up my body, and that would help me get out of bed easier. And finally, number 14, I considered how wonderful it was to now learn a new path for meditation. How lucky am I to have found it? So, of course, I not only came up with considerations, but I took myself through the entire stuck method for each stuck spot that came up. Literally, I, I really felt like I was being hit at every angle in a very short amount of time. And this is why I'm so grateful to have this method in my life, because if I didn't have it, honestly... I probably would have just left the retreat early. I would have given in. I would have let my mind convince me I shouldn't have been there. And that the decision to actually come on this retreat was just a stupid idea. But I worked through each of those stuck spots. And therefore, I was able to make more beneficial responses. Honestly, I was on the verge of leaving so many times. 
And instead, I came out of this retreat on a complete high and grateful that I chose to go and grateful that I stayed. So my dear friends, I'm sharing this untraditional episode this week with you just to highlight for you that this may happen to you as well. It may happen over a one-day period, over a week, over a month, maybe even over a year, where you just feel like you're being hit constantly with challenges and obstacles at every moment. So this episode is here to really inspire you to realize you have the power to cope. You have the ability to process through those difficult spots, no matter what they are. Using the stuck method, you have the tool to keep you moving forward. And this is the reason why in next week's episode, instead of sharing with you another one of my stuck stories, I'm going to share with you a story from one of the listeners of this podcast. A woman whom I've never met before named Ronit, who lives in Toronto, Canada, sent me an email a couple of weeks ago. She wrote how she got herself unstuck from something and how she really wanted to share it with me. So she wrote me her story, and I really loved it. And I asked her if she wouldn't mind recording her voice so that I could share it with the listeners of this podcast, hoping that the story would also inspire you. And she agreed. So please stay tuned for next week's episode to hear her story and how she considered it's time to let go. Please don't forget to click the link below to leave me an iTunes review. Thank you so much for tuning in today. As always, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.shiragura.com.